0: Happy Monday, happy Monday and welcome to Audacity Presents, where we choose to live an audacious life for Christ. So let's get started. Last week, I shared a song with you that was on replay. Uh, I called it Great Is Thy Faithfulness To Me. Uh, It was on TBN Africa and shout out to my friend Dana that called and gave me the real name of the song and the real Uh, group that sings it. Love you, Dana. Thank you. The name of the song is Promises, and it is by Maverick City. But you still may have found it under who I thought was singing the song, but it was on TV in Africa on Facebook. So the song is called Promises by Maverick City. So what's on my replay uh, last week? Uh, My Worship by Phil Thompson. Oh my God. Worshipped all last week with this song. Let me give you a few words of it. You, Lord, you are worthy, and no one can worship you for me, for all the things you've done for me, and no one can worship you for me. Here's my worship, all of my worship. Receive my worship, all of my worship. Beautiful song called My Worship by Phil. Thompson, Love that song. Love that song. I've got a great show today. I'm going to be talking about the audacity of prayer, the audacity of prayer. But before we get into that, I want to share a conversation the Holy Spirit and I had. It wasn't a discussion, just a conversation. Uh, in my worship time last week, I, I thought to myself, man, I have had a great life. Now, when I say great life, that doesn't mean that I've just had this perfect life. I I have had a life of ups and downs. I've had heartbreak. I've had disappointment in my life. But all in all, I have had this great life and I feel that I am in a great space right now. So what space are you in right now? That's the question I'm going to ask you guys. Are you in a good space right now? And so when I say a good space, some people may think, oh, all my bills are paid. I have a great job. Uh, Kids are out of the house. Uh, All of those things are well and good. But when I say I'm in a, a great space, I'm in a peaceful space. I'm in a joyous space. I'm in a space with God. And so that's a good space to be in. And so if you're not there, I... I I challenge you to get in a space with God. And so then the, the next thought I had was, if you had to do it all over again, would you do it? If you had to do your life all over again, would you do it? And my answer is yes, I would do the life I have had all over again if I can be in the space or end up in the space that I'm in right now. And it's a great space. Now, this space doesn't mean that I won't have more heartache and I won't have more disappointment. Um, those things are going to happen. I, I, I'll have more tribulations in my life. But the space that I'm in with God, those things are okay. They, they can come because this time around, they will come into my space. Now, let me explain to you what I mean. Think about when you go to someone's house and regardless of who it is, they they welcome you in, they want you to feel comfortable, but you're in their space. And so you're going to always feel a little uncomfortable, no matter how friendly, how nice the space is, how laid out everything is. It's still not your space. It's their space. But when you invite that friend to your house, into your space, you are more relaxed because it's your space. And so when I say that heartache and disappointment and trouble uh, can come, but I'm okay because they're entering my space. And in my space, that's where God is. That's where I have peace. That's where I have joy. So trouble and disappointment can come, but it's coming into my space. I'm not going into their space. I hope y'all got that because, man, that was profound for me. Trouble, disappointment can come into my space. God is in my space. And so I know it's going to be all right. So if I had to do this life all over again, in a heartbeat, no question, I wouldn't do anything different, as long as I can end up where I am right now in this space, I'm good. So I've got a great show for you guys today. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, now we're going to say our prayers. Now I lay, I lay. me down to sleep, down to sleep. I, pray the Lord, I pray the Lord my soul to keep my soul to keep. If I should die, if I should die, before I I wake, before I wake, I pray the Lord, pray the Lord, my soul to take. My soul to take. Amen. Amen. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh my God, was she not the cutest thing? She tried to act as if she was shy, but that was my five-year-old granddaughter, Briley. Thank you, Briley, for saying your prayers for Mimi. This was probably the first prayer you learned as a child, or maybe it was the first prayer that you taught your child at the age of two or three. It was really cute to see your little one recite this prayer on their knees at bedtime. It's so cute. But now that they're 10, now that they're 13, now that they're 16, is your 16-year-old Down on his knees, saying, Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Really? Is he? Is she? Have you updated their prayer? Have you spent time teaching them how to pray? As they grow up, so should their prayer. But how do you teach an older child, a a non believer, or someone who has never prayed to God? how to pray. It's more than just directing them to Matthew 6, 9. And I know that that that's the Lord's prayer. When we don't know how, this is how we should model our prayer. And Jesus gave the disciples this prayer to model. But if you send a 16-year-old to Matthew 6, 9 to model that prayer, do they understand what that prayer really means? I, I think it's important to start off with the essential Elements of prayer. And if you Google this online, I I think it's called the five-finger method where they hold up their hand, not the five-finger discount. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the five-finger method to praying. So let's walk through it. First finger, the thumb is praise. Give God praise. Every prayer should start with praising our Creator. If you want to know what to praise God for, Take a look in Genesis 1. Just the fact that he created and all of it was good is enough to praise him for. God, the creator of heaven and earth. God who created all living things. God who created man. Give God praise. That's the first thing as part of our prayer we should start off with is to give our creator praise. Next, thanksgiving. We often think that we should thank God for the big things in life. Thank you for my house. Thank you for my car. But just the fact that you opened your eyes, that you have breath, that you can put one foot in front of the other is a great place to start when it comes to giving thanks. So we're going to give God praise. We're going to give God thanks. And then next, some people use the term intercessory. The third element of a prayer is intercessory. Don't be afraid of this big word. All it means is to pray for somebody else. Many think it's a big word, but it just means to pray for others. As I just said, children can pray for their friends. Your teenagers can pray for their parents. When your mother says, you are getting on my nerves, that's a good place to start. Lord, help me to not get on my mother's nerves. Please give my mother peace. Pray for other people. You need to learn this life is not just about you. It is about other people and being considerate of other people and lifting other people up in our prayers. The fourth finger is confession. Okay, let's break that down. You know you bad. We are all sinners. So we need to ask God for forgiveness, okay? You may think that I haven't done anything. Just the fact that you think you haven't done anything is a reason that you need to ask God for forgiveness because you are thinking that you are perfect and you are not. Uh, You may have had a thought about someone. Somebody may have cut you off on the freeway. We need to ask God for forgiveness for any negative thoughts we may have had or anything hurtful we may have said to someone let's ask God for forgiveness. So we've got praise. We've got thanksgiving. We've got intercessory, which is praying for others. We've got confession, which means just asking God for forgiveness. And then next is petition. That's the last step. And petition In life, people start a petition because there is something that they want. This is the same thing, but it's a petition to God. What is it that you need or want from God? That should be the last thing of your prayer. Scripture tells us he will supply our needs in Philippians 4.19. You can make your request known to him, but remember, just because you ask does not mean he will always give you what you ask for. God knows what's best for us. So the five elements to prayer, praise, thanksgiving, intercessory, confession, and petition those are the things that your 16-year-old needs to be praying about. These are the five essential elements to include in your prayer. It's just that simple. So this is my merry moment. Let your prayer always include praise, thanks, others, forgiveness, and request. The audacity of prayer. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is coming back for you all because he loves you. Now, all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. You guys have a great week. I will see you next Monday.